keep talking. Okay. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. (laughs) (laughs) At least you didn't have Mary Had a Little Lamb. You're listening to the Power Gold Podcast, bringing you the latest tips, tricks, and strategies for making gold in World of Warcraft. I'm your host, Jim Youngkin. And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Power Word Gold podcast, episode number 77. Yes, number 77. I am excited about 77 because it's a very special number to me. I'll I'll let you guess why 77 would be be a special number to me. Go ahead and, and let me know on Twitter or Facebook or, or any of those other places. So, um, yeah, welcome to episode 77 of the Power Word Gold podcast. Again, I am Jim Youngkin from Power Word Gold, which is a blog, podcast, and live stream about making gold in World of Warcraft. If you'd like to find more from us, head over and find our blog at powerwordgold.net. You can catch us on our live streams at twitch.tv slash Jim Youngkin. Head over there and subscribe. That's spelled Y-O-U-N-K-I-N. You can also find us on our... Uh, YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash poweredgold. You can like us on facebook.com slash poweredgold. We're also on Twitter, poweredgold. You can also find us at poweredgold.tumblr.com and a new place that you can interact with face, <laughs> face space. <laughs> a new place you can interact if you are a, a member of the Powered Gold community is a new subreddit that we'll be talking about, which is reddit.com slash r slash pwg nation. All right, we're going to be talking about that here in a little bit. So um, we're going to go ahead and start the show by um, doing shout-outs. So we're going to start with some Facebook shout-outs first. And for Facebook, we're going to go ahead and give some shout-outs here. Usually we're ready. (laughs) Let's go ahead and give some shout-outs to, as soon as our Facebook decides to. Let's, (laughs) there we go. Alright, give a shout-out to John, Felicia, Jacqueline, Elias, Ed, um, Gary, uh, let's see, Julia, Jesper, Elizabeth, I think I already said Elizabeth. Um, Sabu, Josh, and, uh, yeah, every, uh, yeah, everybody else, (laughs) everybody else that interacts with us on Facebook. Facebook is a great way. Again, if you want to, um, find us on Facebook and like us there, it's facebook.com slash power word gold. Now let's go ahead and give some shout outs to some Twitter shout outs here. Um, let's see. So, uh, give some shout outs to Rathgar, Adam Cluey. Ticknack, that one's for you, buddy. Mr. and Mrs. Wow, um, uh, Anthony Ludrum, Landrum, <laughs> how long have we known each other? Joe Keen, oh, we were so excited. Joe Keen got back a hold of the, uh, got back a hold of us, um, on Twitter after we had mentioned him, um, from the last episode. So he's still there. He's, he's happy. He's like, oh, I want to get it back into gold making so I can come be on the podcast. So, um, if you want to get a hold of Joe Keen, he's on Twitter at J-O-K-I-N-E-E. Uh, give some shout-outs to Yandril, 
Kamel Conti, 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 um, who is also a Lovat net. I have like two different ways to do it, and I've just been using people's actual names on Twitter. Uh, too old to be a gamer. Uh, your wow money. Sushi CTR. Realm maintenance. Uh, copper to gold. Ross. And let's see who else is here. Um, Gary. Soko. Uh, Remote Pal, Warrior Creels, Sapu, thanks for helping me with my problem. <laughs> By the way, here's a, here's a little simple tip. If you ever get this issue where you're trying to craft something in TSMQ and it says filtered, it's because TSM now remembers your profession filters. So like if you say, for example, you sorted for only like hands or something, it'll remember that filter. So if you go to set up a queue to build things that aren't part of that filter, you have to go to your, you know, kind of your, your window and just clear filters. So thank you to sap you for helping me out with that. And, uh, let's see. Tahua. Tahu Haruk. Thank you so much. And Corey Saunders, and Ro, and Navox, and everybody else. Everybody else that's on Twitter, and everybody else who's on all the other things. All the other uh, Tumblers. Thank you to our followers on Tumblr. We still don't know how to interact properly with Tumblr, but we're trying. And, uh, oh, I forgot to mention a little bit earlier, you can find us at google.com slash plus power word gold net. And the plus is a, a plus sign. So that's shout outs. So thanks to everybody out there. It really is awesome that you guys are supporting us. Okay. Simple, simple tips and tricks. Simple tips and tricks. All right. This, this week's simple tip and trick has to do with something that's, that I've talked about a few times before. But this is about getting, I think, did I? I, th- I think I might have talked about something similar, but this is this is going to be. <laughs> Anyways, it's how to get around faster while you're doing your auctioning. So this is something I I, I personally think is kind of fun, and uh, so I just wanted to give some advice for people who are running around the auction house, uh, from the mailbox to the auction house. Um, this is going to only save you a little bit of time, but it does save some time. So these are about speed boosts speed boost that you can do and um, I just wanted to give one I'll, all the ones I could remember I'm sure you guys could think up more um, one speed boost of course is getting on your mount but depending on how long that takes <laughs> all right so the um, number one speed boost is priests have an ability if you get it a talent that when you put a um, shield over yourself it makes you run faster I think it's called body and soul um, I don't know you'd have to check that up I'm pretty sure that's a talent I don't think it's a glyph Although, I don't know, I think it's a talent. Um, Warlocks have an ability called Burning Rush, that when you turn it on, you run faster. Uh, Shaman can pop into Ghost Wolf form to get some speed. Uh, Mages, if they can aim carefully enough, can blink. Uh, Hunters have Aspect of the Cheetah, which you can turn on to go faster. Death Knights have Unholy Presence, I believe, speeds up your run speed. Get me, uh, you know, I think that's what it is. Um, druids can transform into like, um, travel form, or sometimes they have cat skills that increase their speed while in cat form. Um, warriors have, uh, 
Heroic Leap, which if you aim carefully, you can jump all the way from like inside the auction house in Stormwind, uh, the old one, to all the way out to the mailbox. Um, and rogues have sprint, and monks have roll. So those are those are a few. I might have missed a. I tried to think of everything I could, but I cut, I might have missed some in there. So those are some ways that you can get back and forth to your mailbox and to the auctioneer faster. So that's your simple, simple, t- I'm not going to do it again. That's your simple, simple tips and tricks. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about, um, some new stuff. New. <laughs> so, all right. Some new stuff. So like I had mentioned earlier, there has been a new subreddit created for the Power Word Gold community. You can find that at reddit.com slash r slash PWG Nation, like Power Word Gold. So PWG Nation. And um, this is going to be a community for people who are listeners, viewers, readers of Power Word Gold to get together, discuss gold-making ideas, share gold-making ideas, ask and answer gold-making questions, and, uh, yeah, in general, just interact with each other. I mean... Obviously, you're listening to this podcast. I'm not. I'm not going to say that you're like a super fan of Powered Gold, but um, this subreddit is, I think, is going to be really fun. It's um, going to be a lot more laid back, and it's going to be. Um, it's a self. It's a self. Well, it used to be called self post only. It's a text post only subreddit, which means that there's no links. You can't like link your blog posts or anything like that. It's just for us to all get together and to communicate. So head over if you are a Redditor and subscribe to that subreddit. And I'll be there as well. Um, I'll be there, you know, answering questions, interacting with the community, and yeah, you'll see me there. So um, if you have gold-making questions, uh, I do keep a close eye on that subreddit, so you can ask that question there. And uh, me or one of the other people will uh, answer it. So that's that's another way. Uh, I'm keeping a close eye on it, and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, yeah, so new subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash PWG Nation. You can also find it, uh, there's a Reddit link at the top of Power Word Gold if you want to find it there. All right. <sighs> All right, so um, also there was a new post on the Power Word Gold hatchery. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, for people that don't know, if you go to hatchery, H-A-T-C-H-E-R-Y dot powerwordgold dot net, you'll find posts by people who are new to gold making, uh, writing, uh, or maybe they're new bloggers, or they just have an idea that they want to share with everybody. So the hatchery is a, basically a really simple way for people to share their gold making ideas online. So the way that it works is you send me an email with your um, to powerwordgold at yahoo.com with your post in it and also you know images, screenshots, whatnot. Um, let me know what name you want to be known by publicly and, uh, and uh, send it to me and I'll post it up. I don't really edit it too much. I just basically you know 
take the text and put it into the post. Um, if you need links, you just indicate in there that it's a link and what the link is, and I'll put that in. But it, it's a really fun way for people to just hur- you know hurry up and write something about gold making, and I you know of course let everybody in Powerward Gold Nation know about it through our you know Twitter, Facebook, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, so uh, as opposed to a guest post on Powerward Gold, where I basically have a lot more kind of editorial control i you know exercise over those posts where i'll like really go in and edit them and everything like that the hatchery is really a place for people to be able to it's the simplest way to get your gold making ideas out there if you don't have a blog or if you're just getting started you can get a post say you've written a post we we allow one post like a cross post so if you've written a post uh, if you have a new power uh, power word gold blog (laughs) if you have a new gold making blog and um you know, you'd like to get some exposure for it. You know, we do allow you to have a post that you've had on your blog beyond the hatchery as well, but just one of those. So if, you know, in the future, it's original content. So, um, they've had some really great posts on the hatchery over the years. Um, and if you're interested in learning more, head over to hatchery.powerwordgold.net. There's also a short video on the sidebar if you want to watch where I have just a goatee, um, if you want to learn more about that. So there was a new one out this week, so we're pretty excited about that. The post was called Pet Sales by Cassandra. So that was really cool, talking about how they sell their pets and, and all that kind of stuff like that. So, all right. So, as some of you who are familiar with my live streaming and fans of the live streaming might notice that I have been live streaming here and there, but it's been a lot more sporadic. And so, the main reason for that is that we have a new member of the group on the way. (laughs) For those of you that didn't know, so April is, uh, well, April and I are expecting a new baby very soon. So it's been, you know, all hands on deck. And so, you know, free time has been a little bit limited and at least time where, you know, I, I might be able to do things like write blog posts or, you know, record a video for slowgame.tv. Uh, or do a podcast because those can all be interrupted and those can all be, um, those can all be interrupted at any given moment. Whereas a live stream is kind of like, um, yeah, okay, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> so, although we do, uh, we will continue to live stream if the opportunity presents itself and you can find those over at twitch.tv slash Jim Young. And so go over there and subscribe so that you know when we do go live. And, you know, we do have plans to keep doing that. Um, right now it's just a little bit, um, time constrained. So, but we're excited. We're excited. First time parents coming up here. So if you have your parenting advice, be sure to send it into PowerWordGold at Yahoo.com. And uh, we'll be sure to take that into consideration as we you know, embark on this crazy journey of being parents. So that's a little news from the PowerWordGold home. So, okay. The other thing is that um, part of this particular podcast is actually um, going to be... A few excerpts from the interview that I did on the on the podcast Realm Maintenance. So if you head over to realm-maintenance.com, I believe, um, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes, you can find the edited version of the interview that we did. But the interview was um, quite long. Uh, I think the interview ended up being, let's see, something like an hour long. 
So there's, there's obviously a lot that didn't get put into the 15 minute version. So, um, we're going to be putting some of those, uh, excerpts. We got permission from Roe. Um, for mail maintenance to use some of those in the podcast today. So after we go through our topics, we're going to be talking about that. And I, I had a great time on the show. Um, so thanks again to Roe for letting me use uh, the audio from our recordings for his show uh, for mine. All right. Okay. Now let's get into some gold making. So the big thing that's happening for my life for gold making is that my realm is going to be connected. It's scheduled to be connected tomorrow. Today is Monday, tomorrow is Tuesday, and on that day, it's scheduled that my realm's going to be connected to another realm. And so, now I really have to ask myself, okay, so what do you really think about this? And I have been preparing for it, as I mentioned on a previous podcast. I've already planned out all of my characters, races, and sexes, and I have created a few of them, not too many, because I was, you know, in case the the connected realm didn't go through. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty pretty excited about the connected realms, and so I'm going to talk a little bit about um, what I'm going to be doing with my connected realm, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about you know what you guys can do as well out there, and and to embrace it, to embrace the connected realms, and some of the interesting things that are going to happen with the connected realms. So the main thing I need to decide to do is I need to decide what exact um, professions I want to have because I do plan on leveling up 11 new characters on the Connected Realm that's connected to mine. Um, like I said, I had four of those already set, you know, already started. So essentially I'll be doing, you know, as time permits, I'll be leveling up 11 new characters to level 90 um, I'll be getting them, I'm, I might not level them all the way to 90, but I might. <laughs> um, it's going to be an interesting, it'll be the first time I've ever had to level 10 or 11 characters all in a row, all in one shot. And I might consider, if I can swing it, I might consider doing a, doing a, uh, uh what do you call it, um, uh, recruiter friend. <laughs> I might consider doing a recruiter friend on myself just for the sole purpose of gaining that 300% XP bonus and just dual boxing my way up. Um, that would shave off. Well, let's see. Let's do a little bit of math here. Where's my calculator? Uh, yeah. So I have 11 characters times nine. So that's 990. Hi, kitty. 990 levels that I'll be getting, having to gain. Minus a few that I've already got. So, and 300% XP basically means that um, it cuts the time that you need to to level characters down by two-thirds. So, uh, basically divide that, uh, let's see, uh, let's um, multiply that by 0.33. So we would only need 326 levels divided by 60 or 90 so that would be like three, wow, 3.63, characters instead of 10 characters. No, instead of 11 characters. Wow, that's a pretty big advantage. Um, and so, plus, I mean, on the bonus side, I would get more time for my own account. Uh, I would also get um, a mount 
what is it the the not the fade dragon that's the new mount that you can buy with real money but the what's the new mount you guys are screaming it at your <laughs> at your radios right now um it is the green gr- green not griffin the green Bird with the bird with the wings. <laughs> I forgot what it's called. <laughs> Anyways, it's the green bird beast. Um, that's kind of like the oh my gosh, what are they called? Not a griffin. Come on, think brain. If I had somebody else on the show today, I would be able to have them tell me. Anyways, it, its head looks like a bird and its body looks like a horse. <laughs> Uh, I feel silly. All right. So anyways, I might consider doing that um, because it would definitely save me, what, 900, what did I say, 990 levels, (laughs) 990 levels minus uh, 363. So it saved me 627 levels divided by 90, which is, you know, basically six. Yeah, that's a lot of time. That's a lot of time to save. If I decided to spend it, you'd spend... $20 $20 gets you, I believe, all the way up to Cataclysm, and then you can level up to um, up to level 70, so I would still have to get, um, no, does it give you up to Cataclysm? It includes Wrath of the Lich King. I'd have to get Cataclysm? I'm confused. Maybe... Here, prepared. I'm prepared. Uh, anyways, it'll either get me up to 70 or 80. Um, if I... Well, you know what? Let's just do some real-time feedback here. Uh, 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 uh. Professional Warcraft Battle Chest. Amazon Warcraft Battle Chest. Let's see here. World of Warcraft, Burning Crusade, da 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 da. Let's see. Uh, yes. All right. So it gets you. Um. What? Let's see. Uh, I'm not seeing exactly. I guess it would be better to actually look at which which ones they still have for sale. Oh, okay. It does get you all the way to Cataclysm. Okay. So it gets you up to level 80, which I think technically you might be able to get most of your professions. So that might be a good deal to get just one battle chest recruiter friend. Of course, then I'd have to spend uh, sixty, no, thirty dollars on a game time card to put onto the second account, which would then give me thirty more days on my main account. Which means that technically I would be kind of like getting three months worth of time for two months. Um, the recruiter friends last for ninety days, I believe. So that gives me plenty of time. Although I get three for bleh, free. Three thirty days, and then um, I get uh, um, sixty days from the game time card. So that would be fifty dollars all in to save me that much time. And then I would actually end up with a second set of level eighty characters if I dual boxed myself all the way up. So that would give me actually. 
11 level 80s and 22 level 80s man that's a that's a lot of fun right there that's a lot of, that's a lot of leveling but getting back to the gold making side of it well of course alts are gold making um so alts are definitely gold making because the more alts you have then the more things you can do so now what am i going to do with their professions that's a good question i did a post on um power word gold about my current um group of alts so i did that post and i thought it was really cool um the post is called my current gold making roster of characters and i did some breakdowns put up some spreadsheets about what characters i had what professions i had and actually i thought it was really interesting i did what cooldowns i did right now i'm running at 13 cooldowns um which is kind of a lot 13 a day and looking at those cooldowns uh let's see i have two engineering cooldowns i have uh, uh, one blacksmithing, two tailoring, two leatherworking, one jewel crafting, four alchemy, and one inscription cooldown. Now I have to ask myself, okay, and I and I did the little math. I said, oh, if it took me about two minutes to do each of those two sets of cooldowns, or each cooldown, including logging in, getting the materials, doing the cooldown, logging out, it would take about thirty minutes to do all those <laughs> cooldowns. So I have to ask myself, what benefits could I gain from having these extra characters, these extra 11 characters because really they're not while they're each going to have their own personalities they're all going to be unique in their own way but mainly they're going to be built for professions kind of purely for professions so um, they're not going to you know they're going to be leveled up as far as they need to be they're really going to be the essence of a gold making alt and that they're you know profession alt and that they're probably not going to have any good gear they might only be leveled up as far as they need to be and so looking at my current professions and thinking about just the landscape in general, it's kind of an interesting one because the easiest uh, cooldowns to do, well, all cooldowns are fairly easy. Some of them come with a little bit more overhead than others. Um, but, you know, alchemy is definitely good. I think, surprisingly, I think I might go ahead and add some engineers into the mix because I really think that that engineering is going to be a really nice um, money maker as time goes on, where basically you just log in, do your cooldown every day, and then every 15 days you can make a pet, or every 30 days you can make a mount. Um, so just imagine if I had five more engineers. <laughs> I could make, you know, I mean, that's probably cutting it a little too much in one direction, and I probably should spread out my alts to more evenly cover all of the different professions mainly because you never quite know what exact um thing is going to change in the game and is going to allow you to make money a certain way with a certain profession so if you go too heavily into like engineering and then they change something around like maybe they take off the cooldown of jarge peculiar energy source and so now you can make a mount in one day and you have five or seven engineers then that kind of <laughs> that kind of kills it um and uh so I'll probably spread out spread them out in a way but I'll likely not double up on certain professions like I don't I don't know. It, it's hard to say. Like right now, I only have one inscription, one jewel crafter, one blacksmith, and one skinner. So, um, 
it's going to be a matter of personal preference. Like, I don't really care too much for jewel crafting. Um, blacksmithing is all right, but I haven't had a lot of success with it recently. Um, I mean, well, no, I have had some success with it recently, but with connected realms, you know, there's going to be a lot more competition in those types of, um, in those types of professions. So I probably won't have too many more gatherers because I don't really see myself as a big gatherer. Um, and I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be a, um, it's going to be a tough call to, you know, to see, um, what, which, which professions I actually choose. And what I'll probably end up doing is put a, put a spreadsheet together and, you know, kind of look it over and see, okay, you know, which one, which, which, which professions do I want to do daily cooldowns on? Which ones are the most beneficial, um, from my past experience? And, um, alchemy is probably going to be pretty high on that list. Engineering are kind of going to be on that list, but, beyond that i don't know it'll be it'll be interesting to see i'll I'll definitely keep you guys updated and uh updated on that and also the other little advantage to having more alts is that i can level up my guild on the horde side so i have a 25 level guild on the alliance side but i split my alts fairly evenly between horde and alliance so that i could have a good selection of alts but who knows i might actually change my mind and i might say you know what i have three characters on the Horde side and eight characters on the Alliance side. So with my new 11 characters, I'm going to make three characters on the Alliance side and 11 characters, or sorry, eight characters on the Horde side. That would, that would actually kind of make sense. And I would actually level up my guild even more. Hmm. Hmm. Time, maybe time to beef up the Horde side. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm sure you can tell that I'm pretty excited about the, uh, about the, um, connected realms and the and 11 new characters so all right so let's go ahead and take a break here and talk about the sponsor for this episode of the power gold podcast the sponsor for this episode is the power word gold guides there are two different guides that we sell for making gold in world of warcraft we have the power word gold guide volume one which is 130 plus page guide to making gold with add-ons and we have the Power Word Gold Guide Volume 2, which is a 75-page guide to making gold in Mists of Pandaria. The price for these guides are $5, $10, 15 or $20, four different prices. They all purchase the same guides. We just leave it up to you to decide which price you'd like to pay to support us by purchasing the guides. To purchase those guides, head over to PowerWordGold.net. Look for the banner ad, the purchase links on the sidebar, or the store link that's at the top of the page. You can purchase that with uh, credit or debit and also PayPal. So thanks again to everybody who purchases the guide and supports PowerWord Gold. You guys are awesome. And also, if you have a product or service that you think our beautiful and intelligent listeners would like to know about, we do accept sponsorships for the PowerWord Gold podcast. To find out more from that, go ahead and send us an email to PowerWordGold at Yahoo.com. And in case you're wondering what we might have in store for guides for the next expansion, hmm, you'll just have to wait and find out. (laughs) Trust us, it's not far from our minds. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the last few topics before we go ahead and get into the interview excerpts. Um, I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the um, uh, building additional um, profession alts 
Like I had just mentioned what I might be doing. But if your realm is going to be getting connected and you know which realm you're going to be connected on and you are crazy like me and you already have (laughs) 11 alts on your main server, you might want to start looking at going ahead and building profession alts. And I'm just going to go ahead and go over a few professions that kind of work well with having alts that do them. Um, Engineering is obviously one uh, because you can make that energy source for the mounts and pets. You can also pick up alchemy and do living seal every day if you have transmute spec master. Um, other popular ones are, yeah, those those are basically it. Um, most professions have cooldowns nowadays, so yeah, if you're really into selling PvP gear, you might be able to do two blacksmiths, and then you could make two sets of PvP gear every day and learn two new patterns because most professions have that learn a new random pattern every day. Um, I've been kind of underwhelmed with the way it's worked out at the end of this expansion, mainly because of the Isle of uh, the Timeless Isle provided g- enough gear for people that they didn't really need the PvP gear to kind of fill in the gaps. The oh, sorry, <laughs> I was taking off my sweatshirt and it was making me lean back. The um, the item level gaps that people were using to get into LFR and stuff like that. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, I I I I, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm I'm alone in, in wanting to have more alts. Do you want more alts? I want more alts. <laughs> but um, building up, uh, leveling a character is almost never a bad idea because you'll have more professions to take advantage of changes that come into the game. All right. So I wanted to talk a little bit right here um, about some advice for people that are on Connected Realms that are either have recently connected or... Are, uh, like me, who are our gold makers who are on um, realms that are going to be connected, I would say don't change your routines too much. Um, whatever you're doing on your realm is probably going to continue to work on the new connected realm. If you're like me and you have certain items that are kind of unique and you flip them, you can actually look at picking those up from the new realm Right as the, as soon as they're, you know, you could either pick them up a little bit ahead of time by making an alt and selling some pets on that realm. So like sell some of your battle pets that you can cage on that realm and then pick up those items ahead of time, um, so that you can have them ready to, you know, to sell or as soon as they're connected, go ahead and clear out what you can from that realm and then maintain your market. Now, I know there's some realms that are like five or six realms that are connected, and that's crazy. So in that case, you might not actually have that. But I would say just know that your prices for your items might go down, but don't despair, but that your volumes might go up. And I've said that over and over again on the podcast, but I think it's worth repeating. And most of all, just enjoy this time, because this is probably you know one of the only times where there'll be a lot of interesting different things happening on your realm for the economy um and so people that are smart like us like you guys will be able to take advantage of that now and also keep your expectations you know in line um and most of all just don't don't go too crazy (laughs) on anything just keep doing what you're already doing and hopefully if more with more customers you'll gain more customers then you'll have problems with competition so And that's that.
All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and jump into excerpts from the interview that Roe from Realm Maintenance did with us for his podcast, the Realm Maintenance Podcast. To find more from that and to hear the episode that we were featured on, head over to realmmaintenance.com. Um, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, the interview went probably right around an hour. So, uh, he ended up putting about 15 minutes into the podcast. And, uh, so we we're happy that he was able to allow us to, uh, link some, or uh, not link, um, use <laughs> some of the excerpts on the show. Um, we talk about a lot about the history of Powered Gold, a lot of other interesting stuff, the podcast, the blog, and all that. So I thought you guys would be interested in hearing it. So, all right, here we go. Making gold in the world of Warcraft can be seen almost as a minigame. Knowing market trends, playing the auction house, using proper add-ons, it's an area of the game that undoubtedly is simple to learn, but difficult to master. Jim Youngkin's blog and podcast called Power Word Gold is designed to better guide players toward filling their bank coffers with gold, and I'm happy to have Jim on Realm Maintenance this week, just days after the release of Episode 75. Jim, welcome to the show, and congrats on that milestone. Oh, thank you so much, and uh, thank you for having me on the show. It's a pleasure. I've been meaning to have you on here for a while. You're you're one of the WoW gold-making podcasts that's been around for some time. I was wondering if you could tell us more about the history of your blog and what led to the podcast itself and how you came up with the name of Power Word Gold. <laughs> oh, first time actually anybody's ever asked that, so that's cool. Oh, hey. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so the history, I guess we'll start out with the history of the blog. So I think it was um, <clears throat> it was kind of right around the getting towards the end of Wrath of the Lich King. Um, I... I had been away from the game for a while. Um, I was working at a game development, an MMO development company as a community manager. And so at that point, I was actually playing the, the game that we were creating. <laughs> but coming mm-hmm. coming back to World of Warcraft, uh, I think I left right before Trial of the Champion and I came back right about two or three months into Ice Crown. So I couldn't really raid because I, I didn't really have a guild or anything like that. So... I was just having fun making uh, making money uh, on the auction house. I was trying to find a way to kind of speed up my posting of glyphs. <laughs> and so I was doing them all by hand, and I was making a lot of money. I had like 40,000 gold, and I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. Uh, but I found – I think I Googled into Quick Auctions 3, and that's maybe where I found uh, some of the blogs and – uh, so at the time I was, you know, reading a few of the blogs and, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, I, I kind of want to get it back into blogging. I had blogged a little bit in the past. I was like, but you know what? I've, I've started a lot of projects, but I kind of fizzle out. I'm what you call a 10 percenter, which means that I'll do anything like 10 percent of the time, but <laughs> I'll, I'll do something. But, you know, it's not very likely that I usually stick with things. So the fact that I've been playing World of Warcraft from since like 2005 at that point, um, you know, you hear this kind of 10,000 hours kind of theory, you know, of Malcolm Gladwell, where he kind of says, you know, it takes 10,000 hours to kind of become an expert in something. And I was like, well, you know, I played World of Warcraft quite a bit. This is probably something I'm going to keep enjoying doing. So, you know, I like these blogs. I'm going to, I'm going to try to go ahead and start my own blog. And the name just, you know, I, I'm a designer. I, I went, I, I'm kind of like a product guy. I kind of like to, you know, you know, make something that, you know, sounds good. And there are some rules that I have for making a website um, URL, most most specifically, which is what, what I call the bar rule. Like, 
you need to be able to yell across a, a loud bar to somebody else your URL, and they need to be able to hear it and understand it immediately and, and uh, understand how to use it. So <laughs> part of the right. rules for this are you can't use any numbers in your URL. <laughs> you can't use dashes or, or hyphens. The, uh, you can't use... Well, it, I fail then. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use... Uh, you, I shouldn't say can't, but if you want to get perfect in it, you can't use... Don't use words that can be spelled multiple ways, um, at least if it's fairly ambiguous which way to do it. And, you know, so, so all in general, I... I you know, I was just kind of thinking of all these different things of World of Warcraft, and you know, I have the directory which has you know over a hundred gold making blogs on it. So you've you've seen everybody's you know different stabs at coming up with it. But I don't know. I just kind of like I kind of wrote down a bunch of uh, words I liked, and I was just kind of thinking through. Man, you know, a lot of times they're related to spells in World of Warcraft. So I was like, well, you know what? A priest has power word shield, and they have, you know, all these other kind of spells that when they say something, like something happens. And I was like, well, yeah, that'd be pretty cool if there's a priest spell where it's just power word gold and just like gold just, I don't know, rains from the sky or, you know, <laughs> it, it, it had a cool feel to it. It, you know, it had the word power in it, which sounds kind of cool. And, uh, yeah, so I kind of just went with that and started my little blog and, Put my blog roll together and started posting and you know commenting on other uh, members of the community and blogs that I had seen and and just just put my head down and really posted like for a long time like you know I mean I'm obviously still posting but at the time I didn't I kind of felt like a newbie so I didn't really have much to show so I felt like if I was writing a lot I would be uh, I would be a little bit more you know, kind of welcomed into the community. Now, the community itself was very welcoming, so that wasn't really an issue, but um, that's kind of the genesis of the of the blog. I, w- I wanted to learn how to blog better. I wanted to learn how to write better, and I wanted a subject that I would actually be interested in. So this little community that, that I found out there was was what I decided to go into. So that's, that's the history of the blog. Cool. And what inspired you to take things from the Power Word Gold blog into podcast form? Um, I think it was, it was, well, I know the reason why. It was because there was already another gold-making podcast out there from Cold and uh, and Wes from Capped by Cat. Auction House Addicts. Or no, Auction House, House Junkies. junkies. Yes. Right, right, right. So yeah. I think I had started listening to that podcast maybe around the second or third episode, and I was like, and I, I listened to a lot of podcasts over the years. I'd even had a few kind of failed attempts. Well, one, one or two, but I, I kind of got the medium. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I like the idea of listening to people talk about this, and these people seem like they're enjoying themselves. And um, I think by that point, actually, this was in I think it was in July of 2000. Uh, it was in July of 2011. Let me just double check here. Uh, it was May 25th, 2011. So at the time, I think Call to Auction had had stopped recording um, by that point. And I was listening to the uh, Instance, and I was listening to a few other World of Warcraft podcasts. And I thought, you know what? If you know, I have a blog, and and you know, and there's other people doing gold-making podcasts, or just one, basically, at that point. I think Mana Cooler was probably around, too, but maybe I wasn't aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, well, you know, I know how to do editing. You know, I can I can 
do this. I let's go ahead and give it a shot. And I had worked when I was working as a community manager. I'd done um, videos for that game as well. So um, I had a good mic, and I thought, you know, I'll just give it a shot. So I, a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times, the way that I just get something done is like. Once you have the idea and you've kind of got enough planned, you just kind of got to hurry up and like go and do something because if you just think about it too long, you'll just keep thinking about it and it'll never happen. So if you listen to the first episode of the podcast, it's, you know, it's a little bit different. It's Well, it's quite a bit different, but I thought, you know what? I don't have anybody to do this with, but I just want to go ahead and do this. So I just jumped in and started recording and um, yeah, so that, that was the genesis of it was I just wanted to basically you know keep up with the joneses as far as there was other people you know doing gold making podcasts and uh so that that's kind of the the genesis of it you know i i just have to ask out of curiosity and and hopefully this isn't too personal a question <laughs> uh how much gold roughly now i know you've got probably a good amount of gold tied up in the items on the auction house but if you could guesstimate how much gold do you have right now amongst your characters alts and all that um well it's not really it's not a bad question at all um it's a question that i know very well because um when you kind of put yourself up as somebody who knows how to make gold in the game and is willing to help other people um it's good thing to know that um Especially when you're streaming and people can see the gold total on your, you know, little intro kind of title, and they're like, "Oh!" Um, but currently, I'm at two million six hundred and fifty thousand on wow. my uh, on my main realm uh, between all my characters. On that, I have a, eleven level nineties, and so it's kind of split between them. I've been stuck at two point six million for a while. Um, I went on a jag and bought like something like 300 stacks of ghost iron ore and um, <laughs> things like that. For, that kind for uh, engineering? Engineering, blacksmithing, uh, not as much. I do have some for jewel crafting. Uh, well, actually, yeah. Engin- I have two engineers. I have a blacksmith. Um, I have uh, uh, four alchemists. and I don't want to go into it all, but yeah. I'll, I'll end up using it all up. And if I don't use it up, I'm not too worried because... Once the next expansion happens, about mm, a month or two after uh, Warlords of Draenor come out and everybody's cleaned out their guild bank and sold off their stuff cheap, then any mats that I have left over from Mr. Pandaria, the value will start to go up because people... Especially when people want Sky Golems again. (sighs) Yes, exactly. And uh, yeah, so I have, you know, four alchemists pumping out ghosts, or sorry, living steel every day. I'm at 20, I've kind of been a slacker, I'm at 29... Jarge peculiar energy sources on my one engineer, which one means <laughs> I want to go. I know other people got him probably a month ago, but you know, um, I'm excited to. Uh, and my other engineer has, I think, 26. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a, a rascal bot. That's what I'm gonna do. So those two are actually gonna go to me. But um, I have been continuing to make those, and I actually have started selling off the same type of thing I did in Cataclysm, which is true gold. So I'm not too anxious to sell stuff out of the uh, guild bank if it's not really taking up a lot of room because it it almost always increases in value with the next expansion and i've recently leveled up two. uh this is going to sound kind of silly but um i had already two out already two enchanters uh, a cloth wear and a leather wear uh but i leveled up two more enchanters a plate wear and a mail wear and do you want to can you guess why i would do that or you probably already know (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> I would imagine because of the whole transmog market and everything. Oh, no, it's because of the Timeless Isle. Oh, okay. It's because of the Shaw Crystals that you can disenchant out of, you know, I guess maybe not everybody plays 11 level 90s on the Timeless Isle, but... I have a whole two. <laughs> <laughs> so you end up getting, you know, just going around ki- killing rares, just even waiting for Garnia, and I- I've been farming Rattleskew trying to get the uh, Skeleton Glyph pattern. Um, I end up getting a lot of extra Timeless Isle armor tokens so mm-hmm. rather than just turn those into armor and vendor them for 30 gold i have now the ability to send all of those off to, to disenchanters yeah to disenchant so and yeah. and kind of that's a long way to get to the point that when i've leveled up enchanting i notice that there's a rough patch in cataclysm where there's a lot of there's it takes a lot of hypnotic dust to level up but mm-hmm. there's not a lot on the auction house, and the stuff that is on the auction house is like 16 gold apiece. So that's when I take my skinner out to deep home, skin those, uh, skin those dragons that are kind of falling from the sky and, and, you know, crashing down and make bracers from leather and then disenchant those to get my mats. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that, there are these choke points sometimes you'll run across and, uh, who knows? Maybe connected realms will make it so there's a little bit less chance that there'll be 16 gold hypnotic dust but i just think you know for for your listeners if you're ever leveling a profession and you grit your teeth when you have to spend a certain amount of money on the auction house to level it that's also an opportunity for you to go out and farm those same type of things later and uh and make some money off of them well that's awesome i was actually going to ask you for you know just like one example of a tip to uh give to my listeners and you just gave one right there so <laughs> i think that's definitely one for people to follow uh talking more about your tips uh one thing i've noticed you know checking out your site is you do have some advertising there promoting two of your power word gold guides that you've written mm-hmm. uh I was curious how profitable the gold making guide business has, has been for you. I mean, it is can you actually make a living off of that? Is it just supplemental income? And then the second question I have, if you remember both, um, is uh, how does the information that you provide on the guides uh, differ from the information that you'll like give out, say, on the stream or the podcast mm-hmm. or the blog? Um, well, to answer your first question, I would say, I mean, monetization was always something that was in the back of my mind since kind of the first of the starting of the blog, but Mm -hmm. I really didn't feel comfortable doing it until I kind of felt like I had some sort of credibility in the area. Um, and then even once I did it, um, my guide came about in a really interesting way. I was starting to write my, my first guide and, uh, you know, I'm not the best writer in the world, but I'm all right. But um, I was starting to write it. And then it just happened that there was another blogger who had written a guide and was actually um, was actually quitting, quitting blogging. So um, that was Bangkok Bill. And so Bangkok Bill had this guide that he had written. And I ended up contacting him and saying, hey, I, I see that you're quitting. And I'm about I was just about to write a guide. And you've written a guide and you're not going to be doing anymore. So maybe we can work something out. So, uh, the Power Word Gold Guide Volume One's Genesis was actually a purchase of the rights from Bangkok Bill for his guide. And then, ah, okay. yeah. So, um, so we pick, we picked that up from him. And as the, as the, um, 
years have gone on. Now it is actually I can say I've almost been selling it for in January it'll be two years. <laughs> um, it's been updated and you know a lot of parts have been replaced and you know updated. Uh, but as far as the so the monetization was always in the back of my mind and how to how to do that was always a an interesting subject because there's a couple different ways that I had seen that it was happening. So one was this um, was a I don't want to just single out one, but like a ClickBank type mentality where you put together a guide and you put it on ClickBank and then you sell it, but then also other people can affiliate link, sell it, and they get a portion of your money and you get a portion of the money. But I I didn't really like that mainly because of the, the, the kind of reputation I think a lot of ClickBank gets because people tend to do stuff like set up an RSS, a, a blog that just sucks RSS feed posts from blogs and doesn't credit them and puts ads around right. them. And a lot of times these are like these ClickBank ads. And I, I just never really sat well with me. Um, I, I guess I'm kind of a little bit of a control freak in that way where I, I just wanted to kind of control the um, – control the and it's not that I was never going to have affiliates but I was just wanted to control the experience I guess and so I put the guide together and it was one of it was another one of those like I just got to get this together so after have sitting on the guide for about 6 months I said I got to get this together in a format and I'm going to start selling it so um you know I started selling it and um at the time luckily for me at the time I actually started live streaming at the same time which was at right at the beginning I think February of 2011 or no 2012 so um I guess I'm not going around, going around and around so so that was really mm-hmm. a, a a way that I thought monetizing was really cool so at the beginning of my live streaming I'd said like asking for donations and stuff like that but that didn't really seem like that was working out too well and I didn't really like the way it felt it was just kind of like yeah, I'm doing this thing and yeah, if you, you know, if you like it, kind of give me money. But the guide was, I think, a lot more of a very clear transaction. Um, you know, you like what I do. You think that I can help you out. So you'll purchase this guide and you get this PDF that has, you know, the current version is 135 plus pages. I think it's like 137 wow. pages. Um, and you, you get that and you've also supported me. So. Um, as far as the money that I've made off of the guides, without giving any specifics, sure. um, I would say that it was encouraging. It was definitely encouraging, and um, it's not lived up to what I had hoped, but the amount is definitely encouraging enough to, um, you know, to say, "Hey, this is this is you know." This is actually, it was worth the time put into creating. Well, it. that's the interesting thing is it's not even the the true the truth and and if anybody out there is thinking about selling anything online and this is the thing like if if you could sell something online and you knew how people if you could get money if you could get people to give you money online you would just be doing that because <laughs> if it was that easy <laughs> everybody would be doing it. Um, sure. But the thing that I really didn't understand early on but really i've learned since then is at least in my case um i'm really trying to build a sense of trust between me and the community um and so that's where the live streams really kind of shown i guess or shined uh because somebody could come to my live stream see me making gold and for either wanting to learn more or wanting to support me 
they would purchase the guide. Uh, so they knew that there was a real person behind this and that this wasn't just a website that was kind of having a really long scrolling page that never ends and it has yellow highlighting and underlines and, and like, you know, it doesn't ever show the price on the page and, and it looks like a fake, what do you call it? A book. That's like a 3D render of a book, even though it's a PDF. I don't know. So, um, right. yeah. So it's, so it's been would... encouraging enough to, to, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to, I was just going to say, so you would basically say that the guide essentially sums up you know the the toll of your practices where the the pod and the broadcast and the stream basically show the execution of those practices in in a in a way i would say that um and to try to um let's see i would i would say look, i'll just finish my my last thought really quick the, sure. the thing that i didn't notice know was going to have was going to be so hard about selling something was all the times you have to keep advertising it and plugging it over and over and over and over and over again. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but I didn't realize how much work it was going to be to maintain the presence and the salesmanship of it. Um, now getting into the second part of your, your second question, which was how does the guide relate to the other information that I offer? The, the first guide, which is the Power Word Gold Guide Volume One, which is the 137 pages or so about add-ons. And it actually has a section about Cataclysm, too, because that's when it was written. Um, but it's been updated to Tradeskillmaster right. 2.0. Um, it's really f- a encapsulation of all the information that you need to get started using add-ons to make gold in World of Warcraft. That's really the center of it. Um, and especially using Tradeskillmaster and Tradeskillmaster 2.0, which was released earlier this year, um, which was a complete change of trade skill master so anybody wanting to just get their feet wet and learning the add-ons and and a pretty in-depth knowledge of that that's what that guide is for um the second guide is less focused on add-ons and it's more focused on tactics and techniques that i found were successful making gold in in uh mr pandaria so that that guide 75 pages and it's about making gold in mr pandaria so both of those are just kind of that encapsulation because whenever you're writing a book or anything, it's just kind of one snapshot of time. Um, now the blog obviously is, you know, something that can be updated all the time. Not necessarily. I don't want to say updated because I don't want to make it sound like the guides are out of date, but, um, the blog is just, you know, you know, things that are more current, uh, as what's going on and also, you know, the, the, the podcast and the live streams, the live streams are really nice because they have the back and forth between the audience where somebody can come there and ask a question and I can try to give them an answer right away. And the podcasts right. are, you know, there. I, I would say that the, the guides are really for two different people, people that are just wanting to get started and maybe don't want to have to run to 10 different websites and Google posts and you know there is something to be said for having everything kind of consolidated into one area and then people that want to support power word gold and that's those are you know those people might not even necessarily no i'm not gonna say need the guide but they might know a lot of it but they're really just showing the support for the guide and that's one of the things that i think is really awesome is we give four different prices for each of those guides you know five mm-hmm. ten fifteen and twenty dollars but right it's up to the people to decide uh what they want to Oh, you know, which, uh, which price they want to pay. So that's kind of cool because, you know, when I get a, somebody buying it for $10 or 15 or $20, 
I know that they did not have to buy it for that much. So it's kind of that little extra, like, you know, hey, way to go. That's, you know, <laughs> I support you. And that, and we're, you know, tremendously, you know, grateful for the, the support that we receive from the community. Awesome. Well, one more question I want to ask you about before we wrap things up here is what we just had BlizzCon. We just mm-hmm. had Warlords of Draenor announced. And a number of things that were mentioned at BlizzCon, you know, when I heard about them, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to affect the economy in a potentially huge way. Uh, some things to just toss out here. <clears throat> Enchanting changes, jewel crafting, uh, the fact that reforging is going to be eliminated so that that kind of means that you're now going to have certain pieces of gear which are going to definitely be best in slot. And if those happen to be crafted piece of gears, the implications of that, uh, then you just have garrisons and what way will garrisons have an impact on the economy? I I would arguably say that Warlords of Draenor has more of a potential to really shake up the economy than Mr. Pandaria did. I was wondering what your thoughts are from the initial flow of information we've received. Yeah, okay. So so from the initial flow, I would say the thing that stands out in my mind, mainly just because they talked a lot about it and it was a really interesting idea, was the garrisons. Um if you think about how we used farms in Mr. Pandaria, at least in a small way, that's kind of how I see garrisons, where um, you could have one or two characters doing farms. If you really wanted to, you could have 11 characters, all maxed out farms. Um, so I think of garrisons in that same way. They have, they're going to have these small buildings that are going to somewhat be related to all the different trade skills, uh, mm-hmm. or sorry, professions. And while we don't quite know exactly what you're going to gain from that, besides mining and ore which they specifically called out well you know uh, i i'm not quite sure how much of a benefit it will be to to gold makers themselves because most of us have max levels character or max level professions all covered so you know people you know it might have a little bit of an effect if you can maybe do a lot of you know let's just say for example i need an enchant created but i don't really want to go to the auction house and buy it or maybe they're too expensive or maybe the glyphs you know are too expensive if maybe there's a way to kind of learn get some of that done from my garrison it might pull a little bit of the money out of the economy but it might get because you know people aren't buying stuff off the auction house if they can make it in their garrisons but then also there's a chance that if there are some sort of cooldowns or something that generates some sort of items, kind of like the farm where you could plant leather seeds or mining node seeds where you could gather, you know, profession materials from the... I imagine we'll have a Spirit of Harmony equivalent in Warlords. Yeah, there's there's a possibility, although in my my estimation, I kind of think Spirits of Harmony kind of didn't really succeed. I'm not sure that they'll bring that back. They... They kind of seemed like they were exciting for maybe the first month, and then they just were there, uh, at least in my experience. I didn't, you know, make a lot of high-end gear or anything like that. Um, as far as the – so that's Garrisons, and I'm I'm waiting to hear more about that. I think it has the potential to, you know, maybe help some people. Um, I really don't know what the interactions will be between the followers and you, like if the fo- – you know – they did say something about having patterns dropped. They didn't have anything planned necessarily for like epic items and stuff like that. So there's just a lot of questions there, but it seems like 
if there's money to be made there, gold makers will basically have 11 garrisons or 22 garrisons or whatever. Um, now, do you think they'll be because they have said that there's going to be a garrison for every character? They're mm-hmm. at least so far they're not planning to make them account bound. Yeah. That could be very time intensive. Do you think that gold makers would actually level up a, like ten or eleven different garrisons? <laughs> well, you, you, I think you underestimate the I, I creativity think I do. <laughs> of gold makers. Uh, there was one particular person on my live stream who was talking about. I was talking about the sky golems, and they had said, "Well, they had kind of realized this was kind of a cool idea." So they had, I think, leveled up four engineers or maybe they leveled up three more engineers so that they could have three sky golems ready on the first day and oh and God. so and if you've seen some of the screenshots of of guild banks that i've seen you wouldn't really underestimate um the the potential and even the farms i never got that much into the farms but even at some time farms were fairly you know fairly profitable um so and that's that's the thing about it is this game you know for people like me, I, I, I level characters. I used to do dungeons, but I don't really do them in Mist of Pandaria because they're kind of underwhelming. And I level characters, and, or sorry, I level characters and I make gold. That's kind of it. So, you know, I just like to get in the game, do something relaxing. You know, they did mention that there'll be less dailies, but, uh, you know, so it, those carrots are all there. And obviously, I don't really have a problem leveling two new enchanters or, you know, my <laughs> one character has had. First she had skinning and leatherwork, and then I got rid of those, and I got mining and herbalism, and I got rid of those, and now she has skinning and enchanting. So, you know, um, it, it we'll, we'll figure out a way to do it. Now, as far as the other professions, the uh, enchanting and jewel crafting, I do think that that will lower the volume of um, of gems, but because there's just less slots. Um, but uh, given what I think in the economy, I think that. I think that there's a chance that they might um, end up increasing in price. And and if you look at glyphs, there's no reason why glyphs should cost more than 10 gold, but they do. Right. <laughs> because the players that are selling them like to you know keep the prices up. So just because something isn't necessarily valued that way doesn't mean that it's not going to sell for more than that. So um, yeah, so those those are the two things. The other thing about I'm I'm most excited about what you talked about a little bit earlier is connected realms, and I think that that's where I'm seeing the most potential in my own personal gold making to have 11 new alts. Which, like I said, I figured out the race class combinations. I pretty much got those set now. It's just a matter of planning out 11 more professions. And I I think you deserve like a a title above insane in the membrane <laughs> if you actually make 22 leveled up garrisons i would be impressed <laughs> maybe if i ever get to that point i'll uh, i'll uh, i'll send you a uh, you know a screenshot <laughs> or something <laughs> but i mean i'm it'll it'll really depend on the um the the uh, the benefits of the garrisons and right. you know there's a lot of things where you kind of I know you've probably had this well maybe you haven't if you have two characters but a lot of times in expansions I'll like really do really good and get really good gear on one or two characters but then my alts will kind of just yeah yeah they have kind of I mean except for the timeless isle which got now I'm epicked out on all my characters all I had to do was wait the whole expansion right um, that's at the tail end of the expansion yeah. though when they're <laughs> trying to help everyone catch up so that's understandable. All right. Well, that kind of wraps it up for the uh, the excerpts from the interview. Um, I want to again thank Ro for having me on Realm Maintenance. 
And, uh, yeah, like I said, if you want to find more, head over to realm-maintenance.com. All right. So while, while I have been editing that spot, that, uh, while I have been editing that last section, I came across some interesting facts that are pertinent. So I hope that you're glad that you listened to the end of the show because we're going to be talking a little bit about connected realms because guess what? My realm is connected. Yes, I had said that I thought it was going to be connected tomorrow, but it was actually connected today. And I went back and I looked at the post, and yes, it was scheduled to be connected today. So the reason I figured this out was because I saw somebody in my trade chat who had the name of a different guild. And indeed, as I look around my city, there are people from another realm. So that means that I'll possibly be starting to do my stuff today. And it means that as we are speaking here... Um, I am going to, uh, or as, as we are speaking, I'm actually in the game, which isn't something that I often do, but, um, I'm in the game and I have a few thoughts which are perfect for this, um, because now that I'm actually done with the theoretical, and of course this has only been a few minutes that I have been in the game on this new connected realm, so, a few thoughts. Now that I'm actually in the game figuring it out. Um, the main one I wanted to bring up here, uh, was with your, when your realm does get connected, don't do anything too drastic at first, um, because other people are going to be adjusting to you just as much as you're going to be adjusting to them. So, like, in my case, at least, I'm going to wait probably about a week before I really change the way I'm doing anything. Um, as far as pricing goes, now I'm gonna I am gonna be looking for items, and I expect that I'll probably find a lot of items if there's nobody else um, doing the 83 to 84 flipping market. But I just wanted to mention that if you are on a new connected realm and you do your post scans for auctioneer, or sorry, woo, auctioneer, <laughs> trade skill master, I want you to start looking at the info that's listed and. Just watch, and if you're not sure, because prices are likely to go down at first, and you might eventually have to lower your prices a little bit um, to help kind of maybe pick up some of that volume and adjust to the new pricing, but you might be posting a lot of items, and they might not be selling because they're underneath your uh, lowest price setting in your auctioneer uh, operations, your auction operations. So one way to kind of help you with this is if you go into a group that you really are think is important and you change your trade skill master uh, reset methods. So if you're in your operations for auctioning and you're on one of your pricing sources, at the bottom it will say win above maximum and there's a post at normal price, post at maximum price, post at minimum price. Um or sorry, not not at normal. <laughs> when below minimum, that's what I meant to say. When below minimum, um, you can set it to ignore auctions below the minimum, post at maximum price, post at minimum price, or don't post items. If you want to kind of test like how many of your items are below, one thing you can do is just temporarily set that to do not post items. And then what will happen is when you go to post your normal items, it will show you all. It'll leave all the items in your bags that are below your minimum. So. That can kind of visually help you understand, oh, wow, look at, okay, this is how many of the items are, um, you know, are there. And also when you're, when you're, uh, looking at your information, it'll say, you know, one of the things under the info section of your auction house window when you do a post scan is it's, it'll say below minimum, uh, 
posting at normal price if you have it set, which is what I have set in your below minimum in your auctioning operation. So one thing you can do is either pay attention to that or if you kind of want to be lazy and like me and you want to just like not post them right away to see what how many because you can you can set it to do not post don't post items and then try going through and it'll leave a bunch if it's leaving a bunch of items in your bags that's a chance that you might need to either reconsider your minimum price on those items because now is going to be a time like i said i'm probably not going to adjust my prices until i work with my normal prices for about a week and see how everything shakes out because i don't want to drop them too low too fast um, I want to give maybe the other people a chance to come up to my price, but eventually I'll probably have to go ahead and lower those. So if you want to kind of give yourself one way, go into your auctioning operations under the post, go to the below minimum and set it to do not post, and then that will leave all the items in your bag. And then you can decide what you want to do. If you want to go ahead and set it back to post at normal price and just post it at your normal price, which is what I normally do. Connected realms, I has them. I'm pretty excited now. Now, now I have to really decide if I'm going to do a uh, recruiter friend, or you know, maybe a potentially I could, you know, uh, have my wife do a recruiter friend or something, and maybe she could. Maybe she could. I don't know how that would work. That I don't think that that would work. Hmm. It's a tough call. I might. I might even. Oh. I was going to say I could have a second account that she could recruit, and then I could keep those characters. But they need to be on the same account, which is the whole tricky part. And the nice thing about having 22 characters. So, all right. Well, I've talked to you guys here off enough. Thank you so much for listening to the Power Word Gold podcast, episode number 77. Thanks again to Roe for allowing me to use excerpts from the recording that we did for his podcast. I'm Jim Youngkin. You can find more by heading over to powerwordgold.net. That's our blog. You can find us at uh, our um, live stream. That's twitch.tv slash Jim Youngkin. Head over there and follow me so that when I go live, you know. Twitter, we're powerwordgold. Follow and interact with us there. Like and interact with us at facebook.com slash powerwordgold. And make sure you also, you know, comment on Facebook. Uh, Follow us on Tumblr at powerwordgold.tumblr.com. Check out the new subreddit and subscribe at reddit.com slash r slash pwgnation. Google.com slash plus powerwordgoldnet. And if you want to get a hold of us, ask us questions, send in gold making tips, uh, gold making MP3 tips or gold making MP3 questions, send those to powerwordgold at yahoo.com. Let me know that they're for the podcast and we'll have those on future episodes. So, all right. Thanks everybody for listening. And, uh, I'm going to go have fun on this new connected realm. It's really strange. Trade chat is not what it was. It's a lot more active than uh, (laughs) I'm used to, and there's a lot of strange people in it, so (laughs) I'm scared. All right, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. See you next time. Bye-bye.
You are more socially connected than almost any podcast I know. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. It's like, oh my gosh, I think he hit every possible bit of social yeah. think of, except Pinterest. <laughs> well, we are on Pinterest, though. That's the thing. It's just not something that, you, trust me, there's a Pinterest.com slash Powered Gold. If it's been out there, we, we've it. tried it. It's, it's, it's been interesting, though. Like, as the years have gone on, Twitter was always great from the very beginning and we love Twitter and it's probably the number one way we communicate with people. Um, Facebook started out slow, um, but has grown over time and is actually pretty active now. Um, Google plus we actually have been on since the very beginning as well, but never really had much success with it. But two things have kind of recently have kind of put it to the forefront, which is, um, they allowed, I use an app called buffer. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever heard of this. Um, have you heard of that that app before? I've heard of it. Okay, it's a, it's an iOS know. app and it's also a, in in a browser plugin. Uh, but what it allows you to do is post the same thing to multiple social medias at the same time. And also, okay. really cool is you can schedule it so that you can say you know put something up at six o'clock, eleven o'clock, two o'clock, and then you just add to this queue and then it puts them out over time. But um, they recently allowed the ability to add Google Plus in there as well. So that's kind of cool. So we've been posting to those. And also with the comments on YouTube, switching over to Google Plus, we've been a little bit more active. We still haven't quite figured it out yet, but at least now that the we it's uh, we use our phone a lot. So like if we can respond to Twitter easily and Facebook easily on our phone, but now it's a little bit easier to do Google plus, but it's still a little bit confusing. Uh, (laughs) and I was actually just looking at, um, uh, I, I hearth you. I, for some reason before this, I was, I was looking at Artosis is hard. Yeah. You, I think I looked at your, yeah, it was you that linked to it. Um, and you know, if you go to those sites, they have all the social media as well. Everybody's pretty much having all the social media nowadays. Um, but, uh, we've been doing it for the last couple of years and I, you know, I, I throw everything up against the wall and whatever sticks, you know, um, we've had a Tumblr for years as well and we're just trying to use that more. Um, it's learning how to use each medium to its strength. <laughs> and, uh, some of them, you know, some of them, we had some, yeah, anyways, yeah, so. <laughs> 